How do you come to find your own voice? That's this week on the Fuse Chamber podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. To be a true artist, you must reject the mindsets and habits of sameness. You can learn and borrow from those who have come before you, but you must never duplicate. So how do you come to find your own voice? Well, first, let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that will forever change your life and career. I want to encourage you today to find your own voice. There's too much sameness in the world. So much of what we consume, read, hear, watch, are just minor repackaging of things we've heard before. Even current political debate consists of very few original ideas. Rather, people seem content to restate positions they've inherited from what they see every day in the mass media. So in this time, nothing is more powerful than your own authentic voice. A truly new idea or opinion grabs you and forces you to take notice. Partially because it upsets the status quo, even slightly, it tends to draw attention first as rejection and ridicule, but eventually it meets with acceptance and appreciation for having forever changed the world. In our world, this is not limited to opinions and ideas, but styles and sounds and media. If you look back through history, people who truly changed the world drew new lines in the sand. They didn't absorb and rehash common thinking. They took common thinking and either turned it upside down or made big changes to it. They advanced the cause or their art by challenging, by putting their experiments into the world and proving the worth of their ideas. There's enough followers in the world. When something becomes trendy, the obvious safe choice, especially from a commercial perspective, is to embrace the trend and produce some copy of it. But those who do so, I believe, will always be followers. And even though some imitate and join the popular movement with great skill and passion and enthusiasm, they can never reach true significance. This is where art becomes nothing more than a business, just copying and repeating whatever will please the masses. Now, the true innovator never really stands completely alone. They didn't just come out of nowhere. 
They're usually a member of a given movement, a particular style of art or music. They're playing with the customary and current forms and themes. But at some point, even in the midst of being inspired and standing on the shoulders of those who have come before, they create something truly new. Now, don't think that your authentic voice requires you to throw off all convention and do things completely crazy, completely backwards. The truth is, there's very few new things left to discover that have never been done before. But as you're learning and playing in the style of the masters, you have to come up with your own voice in order to be a true original. Many of us feel called to the arts. And once you get past the need to be admired, respected, or commercially successful, every artist is really looking for one thing, to express their unique view of the world, their own voice, in a way that has meaning for themselves and ultimately for those who experience and consume their art. And there's no real formula for finding that unique voice. There's no way to evaluate if something has never been done before, or if you're a true original. The only thing you can measure for certain is if you're expressing something that is authentically you, something only you can say. And to find that authentic thing, all you have to do is stay inspired. Live, experience, reflect, and document. In the previous episode, we spoke about exactly this process of getting consistent inspiration and being ready to document the results. And in episode 11, we discussed accessing the muse. Now, this is more than just finding inspiration. This is the process of staying inspired, remaining immersed in and in awe of the masters who have created great works or enacted great deeds before you, and then document what you think, and feel about the subject. Make a note of the problems to be solved, things you learned, things you'd like to change or improve about your world, your art form, or yourself. What are the things that no one is talking about or addressing? What are the issues that affect us today? Maybe they're not being discussed, or maybe if they are, there's another way to look at the problem, a different cause. A different solution. Maybe you have a unique insight into the past or a unique view of the future. Whatever it is, write down the beliefs that you hold about this problem. So, for example, the problem of poverty, not new, but perhaps you believe that the solution lies in a new kind of education, a better way of distributing and redistributing wealth. Perhaps you've been looking at a problem that is entirely new, but didn't have the right voice yet, an idea whose time hadn't yet come. Document all of it. And hey, these don't need to be social or political issues in order to have importance. They just have to be things you have a strong opinion on, something important to say. Now, when I say write it all down, this could mean journaling, but it could also mean create, make a script, Write some lyrics, poetry, music, draw, paint, sculpt, dance, write an essay, speech, prose, make a video. Whatever it is you make, in addition to or instead of writing a journal, 
write about it, or create art about it. It doesn't matter. But whichever way you go, remember, write for the wastebasket. This is not about making masterpieces. This is about teasing out your unique voice and value by chipping away at the stone a little bit every day. Failing early and often means that you're okay that 95% of what you write doesn't go anywhere. But keep everything you make. Because you'll need to frequently review what you write or what you create and look for recurring or common themes. Something will eventually jump out at you as being your philosophy, your reason for serving, your unique value, or your unique proposition. There will be an opinion or a stance, something that you feel needs to be said, something the world needs to know about. Now, maybe you can feel it already, right now. But if not, keep looking. Stay inspired. Keep experiencing the world. Keep examining whatever interests you. Keep asking questions and contemplating everything you see and learn. Keep looking for those problems to be solved or matters that need a voice and keep your eye out for those patterns. You will find each other. You know it already. You know there's something you want to say. Something you can't ignore something you keep coming back to. It occupies your thoughts often, maybe all the time. It might even feel a bit like an obsession or an obligation, a calling. And whether you find it today or tomorrow, or if it remains elusive for a while, never stop this practice. Continue to refine it, grow it, change it, adapt it. And even after you've found your voice, Give it room to grow and change as the world around you changes, as you experiment and accomplish and discover new problems to solve, new passions to discuss, new patterns to address. Keep resisting sameness and instead carve your own path. Develop your own voice. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at fusechamber.com or find me on Twitter at Fuse Chamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week.